I'm really so mad that it is literally raining pollen at this point and I usually don't have a huge issue with allergies. My family, like my kids and my husband, they all have pretty bad allergies seasonally. But for myself, I usually don't really have an issue. But this year, oh my goodness, my face has been so itchy. I can't stop touching it. My skin has been reacting to everything. So much so that I had to remove my three-day-old lash set. And I'm so sad about it. I didn't change anything with my lashes or the glue that's used or anything. My eyes just would not stop crying. And since, like I said, it's raining pollen at the moment, my lashes were little pollen umbrellas. And no matter how many times I wash my face, my eyes or my lashes, my eyes weren't having it. Now my eyes might have to be bald all summer because my allergies won't let me be great. Welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready because the Awkward Mom Stage starts now. I mean, I have lashes, but they aren't my lashes. You feel me? Like, I'm a whole new woman with a fresh lash and nail set. But I'm going to have to see what's up with these allergies and probably keep Claritin on deck for me this year, too. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Lola, and if you're new here, hello and welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we're talking about self-love setting boundaries, and overcoming burnout. I feel like I've been trying to focus so much on what I want in the future that I haven't been living in the now, but I feel like I have been focusing on the future, like hyper-focused on it because present day times are not that great. There has been so many things going on in the past few months, just around the world in general, but also in my personal life and my close friends' lives. Like there have been some instances of huge life changes and things that have happened. So I think for me, taking myself out of everything and just focusing on the future has been what I've done to stay sane. It's spring break time for Georgia. So we're chilling this week, kind of exploring other parts of Georgia and just hanging out, taking a break. We actually might go on a trail walk or the lookout point, I think something, I think it's called today. So we shall see. We've been doing things that don't really cost too much for spring break because summer is right around the corner, so I'm sure dollars will be flying. (laughs) And things in our area aren't like back to normal, so to speak, as far as like how businesses and things used to flow pre-pandemic era. That always sounds so weird to say like, ooh, pre-pandemic, it sounds so end of days. (laughs) But yeah, actually, I don't know how things went here in Georgia before the pandemic happened because as of some know, we moved here from Florida right before the shutdown happened. Now, I know what the vibe has been for us since we've been here, and I've been pretty upfront with my feelings. I won't get into that today, but just overall, Georgia has not been the change we were looking for, so to speak. So it's been a pretty rough adjustment for me, especially here. I don't know if maybe people, customer service, and places in general were different before total lockdown and whatnot happened, but this ain't it, I can tell you that. I think just in general around the world, it's been so much negativity and death and sadness lately. And I feel like that has also been weighing down on me. I think just more of an energy thing, like obviously everything you hear, see or whatever is not going to affect you personally per se, but it's just when you consume negativity, you're going to feel it, whether it's about you or not, you know? 
Like, it's getting way too normal to watch people die in real time. Like, the obsession with seeing someone's death, and it's not, like, in a movie or anything, and, you know, it's a human person in the world, and you're just like, what happened? Let me see for myself with my own eyes. I want to watch the moment that they die. And, like I said, like, true crime, you know, it's a thing. I watch true crime documentaries, and I enjoy it. But I feel like it's not the same as watching someone die for no reason at all. Like, you're not watching a documentary about their life or trying to solve a crime or catch the murderer. You just like want to see what happened. Like, I mean, we have streams on the dark web of that kind of stuff all the time. So I just feel like the world is becoming a lot more desensitized than they used to be. And it's becoming problematic. I don't actively seek those kinds of videos out and things for myself because I just no thanks. But, you know, if it comes across your timeline, and you're unsuspecting and you click on it, it's jarring to see, to say the least. It should be, at least, jarring. I feel like now it's more sought out rather than accidentally stumbled upon or used to, you know, solve a case or fix a situation. It's just literally people being nosy. It's like rubbernecking on the highway during a car accident. The car accident is across the highway on the opposite direction, and you still drive extra slow past the accident scene holding up traffic because you want to be nosy and see what's going on. Do you love reading, but don't have time to sit down and read a good book? Well, we all know I love Audible. I share books on the podcast all the time, and I talk about Audible a lot. I solved my reading problem with Audible about four years ago. I love to multitask, and it's been amazing to still keep up with my book list while checking off my to-do list. It's perfect because they offer books that are narrated by professional voice actors and sometimes even the actors themselves. You can listen while driving, cooking, cleaning, or doing anything else that you need your hands free for. It's like having a personal assistant who reads to you whenever you want. Think Diddy and his umbrella holding manservant, but with books. With the new update, they even have podcasts, sleep meditations, and much more now. There really is something for everyone, and the best part is it doesn't cost you anything to start. You can click the link in the show notes to sign up today and get 30 days and your first book free. All their books are DRM free, which means they aren't locking them away from other devices. So even if your subscription expires or you cancel it, you can still keep and access the books you've already purchased. Just download them again anytime from anywhere. There's over 180,000 titles available to choose from, and I'm sure that number will just keep growing. You can even follow the Awkward Mom stage on Audible now. So go get started on that reading list, but let's wait until after the show. So I've been trying to remove myself from that scene and find more positive things to consume. I feel like there's a cloud of negativity or whatever looming and it's been shifting my mood. I can feel my anxiety and depression kind of restlessly moving around trying to come center stage. I don't know what shifts are happening or trying to happen, but the discomfort in my soul is a lot. I think I've seen a lot of women hate here lately too, like, and from both sides, you know, like men and women, not just straight men being, you know, straight men with a typical woman hating. I mean, we all know that's a big thing right now, but like just, just women being so hateful towards each other. There's that weird ass debate on the internet about Russell being corny, which grown men debating on who's cooler will never sit right with me. But anyway. If being rich, successful, spiritual, and a loving family man is corny, I know there's plenty of women that would be happy to get on the corny train. You feel me? 
just recapping the hot mess in the world today right now just stressed me out. So let's get into today's topic. I've struggled with self-love and positive self-talk for years. I still do. This past month has been kind of hard in that department. But sometimes it's harder to be nice and loving to myself and other times it's not. That was one of the reasons I started the podcast was so I could focus on and talk about more positive things and to meet, share, and connect with like-minded people also on a self-improvement journey of some sort. When you're consuming, seeking out, and talking about positive things and looking for ways to live a more positive life, it becomes a habit a lot of time, I feel. Which is another reason it's so important to be true to yourself and be who you're truly the most comfortable being because certain things you do will become habit, especially if you're doing it often or every day. Let's say you become an influencer or some sort of coach or a team leader or you have a specific type of job that you applied to and said that you have certain skills. You're going to have to follow through with whatever persona or habits or skills that you claim that you had for that position or career choice. So if you come into it fake, you are going to break down eventually and it's going to show through. So just like positive habits can form, so can negative ones. Honestly, being true to myself and just being who I am and showing up that way has been so freeing for me. Though it's taking me a little longer and what they say is you age your confidence and I don't give a fuck attitude grows. I think I've got a grip on the I don't give a fuck part, but I'm still working on the confidence with, you know, the age growing with age part or whatever, but I'm getting better at it. So that's good. But being myself and showing up as nothing other than myself and doing what I like and showing up how I'm most comfortable has been the best change for me. It's actually just freeing because you don't have to think about what am I supposed to show up as today? Who am I supposed to be? How am I supposed to act? You just get up and you are who you are and that's it. And that's who you show up as and that's how people accept you and that's it. You're done. They either like you or they don't. And you can't change that and you shouldn't want to. If they don't like you for who you are, they don't need to be in your life. And that revelation is a great feeling. But even when you are being yourself and showing up as you, it's going to be exhausting. You may not be exhausted or burnt out from being you per se. It could just be other people trying to bring you down for being you or just things around you in general. But either way, burnout can and does happen. And there's ways to prevent or overcome it. So I looked at some strategies from some psychologists to see simple strategies you can use to help prevent burnout. So burnout is a state that's best described as complete exhaustion. You may feel as if the world is ending and you're completely overwhelmed by everything and everyone. Burnout can occur at work or at home or in both places at the same time. It can happen at any time to anyone, so it's really important to try and prevent it. It's really kind of funny because you see how much everything ties into each other because to help with burnout, some of the techniques are literally the same things you would do to help yourself find a creative outlet or find your creativity again or be more positive or learn how to manifest. 
Some of these tips are also helpful in your self-love and positive self-talk journeys. So really, all in all, it just means that self-love and positive self-talk are so, so important because it ties into so many different avenues of your life. If you're positive in one aspect of your life, it helps spread that positivity into other parts of your life as well. So one thing that is suggested is finding a creative outlet. Creativity is one of the best ways to prevent burnout. It's important to find a creative way to release energy and fight stress, which is exactly what we talked about last week in episode eight, Unleashing Your Creativity by using a creative outlet you love to do. Do you skate, paint, draw, play an instrument? Use your creative outlet to help you release the negative energy and stress so you can continue on with your life without the burden of burnout. Another suggestion was finding time for yourself. And again, look at how much self-love and taking care of you just circles back around to making everything better. It helps you progress in your life because when you take time out for you, then you have the time to evaluate your life and what's going on. And you can see what, if anything, needs to be changed or adjusted to make your life more comfortable. It's crucial to find time for yourself in your busy schedule. You need to carve out time today to relax and do something you enjoy. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a full-time employee, a full-time student, a business owner, whatever. Chores, work, family obligations, and everything else can wait. I feel as women, especially, especially these past few years, I've seen the true toll that the world takes on women. We're blamed for quite a lot. <laughs> We're also made to feel extremely guilty for wanting to be known as something other than a homemaker or just a woman. As a sex, we get a lot put on our plate and a lot of hate, which comes from both sides because you also have jealous women as well. And we're just expected to take it and be quiet. We're the only sex with laws on our bodies, and it's been that way since forever because men have always been in charge, and their main goal in life is total control, and I will never not feel that way. Any moment in time we get to ourselves, there's something else you're expected to be doing instead. Also, going to the grocery store by yourself does not count as self-care. Society just wants you to think that that's all you need in your life is a quick trip down the target aisle a few times a month and you'll be all charged up to deal with everyone's shit again. You're still running an errand or doing something for someone. You time is about you. If you're going to choose the store as your self-care time, then at least make it leisurely shopping or window shopping trip for you. Just think, when a man needs me time, is his choice the grocery store alone or is he relaxing doing something he actually enjoys? Exactly. Stop discounting yourself like society does because you're a woman. The fucking grocery store or a solo trip to the gas station is not self-care. It's a lunch break. Unless you just truly enjoy doing errands, you know, and that's your hobby. <laughs> if taking time for you is just freaking you out, it's recommended to spend time away from your to-do list. So start small. Start eating your lunch away from your desk or whatever work you're doing. Go to a more relaxing environment so you can truly give yourself a break. Do you want to start a podcast but you don't know where to start? As the host and producer of this podcast, I can tell you it's definitely not easy. 
when I started out, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing or where to start. Actually, I still kind of don't know what I'm doing. Buzzsprout has been my go-to from the start of my podcast. They have so many helpful videos on hosting, how to edit, how to add music, how to post, what to post. I mean, you name it, they help you with it. And their Facebook community is helpful too. So let me tell you now, if you're a podcaster and you're trying to start a podcast or you already have a podcast and you're looking for a host, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They have everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me, I'm no tech genius and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. So if you're interested, you can click the link in the show notes to get started on your podcasting journey. Now back to the show. Two things that were suggested, and again, I'm no psychic or anything, but I think I've talked plenty enough on here about these both. But digging deep into mind and soul and focusing on the positive are things that can help with preventing or coming out of a burnout as well. Looking inward and asking, what's truly the cause of my stress? Why am I burnt out? What am I doing or consuming that's overwhelming me? It's important to look inward and figure out what the issue is rather than just looking outward at external issues. Are you being too much of a perfectionist? Are you taking on too much work or trying to handle too many situations at once? Are you saying yes to everything and no to nothing? As an Enneagram 2, I can definitely say I've said yes to a bunch of shit I really didn't want to do. But the people pleaser inside of me was like, ugh, we have to say, we have to say yes when we really want to say no. I'm definitely working on it and I've gotten a lot better, but it takes time to unlearn 20 plus years of bad habits. Consider your thoughts and feelings on the daily. Are you focusing on the negative of everything? I know for me, I can create and execute a plan immediately for any situation. Case in point, anytime I ride with anyone and I don't have my own car, the first thought in my mind after I've agreed to relinquishing my driving privileges for that day or evening is, damn, what if I want to leave early? (laughs) Because, you know, I'm an introvert, so home is where the heart is. I didn't furnish my house to not be in it, you know? But seriously, I go straight to the negative sometimes, and it's not great. So I have to focus on redirecting my thoughts and focusing on how can I change this so, you know, my thoughts are on a more positive path. So you may want to create a list of positive actions and thoughts throughout the day to stay on track. You can also keep a notebook of inspirational ideas to help you avoid negativity. It's just really important to recognize negative emotions and what causes them before burnout occurs. You may have to set boundaries with people who are creating the negative in your life. Listen, okay, I'm not just talking here like all of this comes full circle, okay? And you may have to say no more often and reject more work or responsibility to stay balanced. And that's okay. By focusing on the positive, you can reconsider your life goals. Reaching out to others was another suggestion to help you prevent burnout by talking about your concerns or worries with others. I know it's really tempting to literally avoid everyone because I have done it many times and I still do but you need some positive people around you. Now, this goes for if you have someone you can trust that you can share the issues that are weighing you down. 
That does not mean go to your negative friend, cousin, or whoever who always puts a negative spin on things. And you know this, but you still go to them and talk to them about what's burdening you when you know that they are literally just going to tell you something that's going to make you feel more unsure and uneasy than you did in the beginning. It's not going to fix the situation. They won't have any suggestions or useful information. It'll probably make it worse, and it's just another Eeyore moment for you. So instead, if you don't have anyone positive in your life, then try going to a help forum, a mom group. Be careful with some of the mom groups, though, because they be doing it the most. Look for a mentor or find a therapist. I know I talk about better help and therapy and all of that. I'm a big advocate for therapy. I actually prefer individual therapy to like couples therapy and all of that. I just feel like it's easier for me to work on myself and the things that I need to work on and open up more if it's just one-on-one with a therapist and myself. Now, that's not saying that I don't believe in couples counseling and all of that because I've done that as well. I'm just saying for me personally, individual counseling has been the best for me. But these options are definitely great options to have if you either can't leave, don't have transportation, don't want to leave, or whatever the case is. There's an option and someone for you to talk to. But the point is, you need to talk to positive influences, not negative, because it's not going to help the cause. All right, y'all, we've reached the part in the episode where we say something that we're grateful for. So what are you grateful for this week? This week, I'm grateful for family and help. I'm grateful for all the things that I've been blessed with, because as we've seen recently, not everyone is in a good spot. I mean, obviously, we're all, you know, kind of dealing with our own things and flailing around at this point in time, just lost. But for me, I can definitely say I'm grateful that I have family and friends that I can confide in and count on. So that's definitely something that I'm grateful for this week. Well, y'all, I hope you enjoyed this little chat sesh. I know it was a little shorter, but I just kind of wanted to come on and give some positive words, even though, you know, things are a little weird right now, even in my own mind, like things are all over the place, but I still wanted to come on and give some positivity. I'm thinking about doing an episode of some Netflix shows and Hulu and all that stuff just some shows and movies that I've been watching that we've been enjoying maybe I'll do a little episode on that just to kind of you know boost the morale a bit but I hope I was able to give some advice or tips that will help you and help prevent burnout or you know if you're like me and you're already there hopefully this will help you get out of that funk that's it for this episode y'all As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you for continuing to support the podcast. If you haven't already, please leave your girl a written review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. You can even leave a review on the podcast website. Let me know you're listening and you love it. If you want to share the love, simply screenshot this episode, tag me at the Awkward Mom stage on Instagram and share it on your stories so others can find the podcast as well. I'll reshare them and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you. If you'd like to donate to the podcast with to help with the behind the scenes, or you just want to buy this hot mess mama a coffee, you can do that as well with the buy me a coffee link. 
If you love the show so far and you have topics you want me to cover or someone you think should be on a guest on the show or you want to be a guest on the show, send me a DM or an email and let me know. You can now also click the Let's Connect link in the show notes and send a guest inquiry right there. Until next week, y'all, always remember you're beautiful. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page at the Awkward Mom Stage, where you can follow and find information on next week's show, updates for the podcast, behind the scenes clips, and more. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next week for an all-new episode. I hope you have an awesome week. Always remember you're beautiful. Lola.